And today we're talking about beauty, intelligence, and hustle right after this show intro. Let's get it. You ready? Welcome to the Success Code, where Roy Red provides interviews, discussions, strategies, and talks to help broaden your perspective on your road to cracking the Success Code. Success Code. Yo, yo, yo. So continuing our side hustle series, I promise you guys I will bring on more people that I knew, more people that I was close to as I built my audience. And even though we lost business because of the quarantine, we're gaining a bunch of people and a bunch of views because they ain't got nothing else to do. So now they want to watch us. So today we got Kalisha Pereira. Yo, Power 106, you're at 99.1 before. And I'm so proud of you working with the playlist. I watch it every time you go live. And I actually take notes from you on how you interview people because I'm trying to get as good as you. So oh, maybe man. give me some notes later. But for sure. uh, first, I want to say thank you for coming on. And for the two people who don't know you on the live, tell them what you do, who you are. Well, hey, guys, my name is Kalisha. Um, I mainly go by Kalisha. But my full name is Kalisha Pereira. I'm a radio personality, TV host. I've been in the game for a very, very long time. Um, I knew at the age of 10 exactly what I wanted to do, which was, you know, be in the entertainment field. You know, I, I played around with, you know, majoring in business. And then once I heard how much math goes into that, I was like, nope, that's not for me. <laughs> so I just continued on with, you know, taking acting classes, um, you know, studying the craft. And as soon as I, you know, found radio and getting behind a mic it just yeah. came naturally and I, I loved what um it represented and what you know that daily job would be I never knew how much money a radio personality made I never knew you know what exactly went into it I just loved it you know yeah. it just came naturally and I was like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life and a lot of people don't know but I did a lot of stuff for free for a very very long time you know, I did podcasts and I didn't get paid to do my own podcast. I just did it for the love of it. So here I am, you know, almost seven years later, you know, the grind, the hustle, the determination and the consistency. Now I'm, you know, on Power 106. So we're going to go back into your past in a little bit, but I want to touch on two amazing things you talked about. First, it's been seven years in the game. Like for me watching, I know that you probably been doing this for a long time because you're so good and you had to get those reps in and that practice in. But from the outside, people think like, yo, she's just lucky. She just got this and got that. But you've been at this for seven years. Yep. That's yep. crazy. Seven and then years. how was that journey? And when was that first moment when you really said, I want to be in radio? Well, the, the journey was crazy because initially I wanted to act. I wanted to be an actress at 10 years old. And I, you know, did acting classes. I met with an agent. I did commercial classes. And I did that for a really long time. And I did that for about a good solid about five years. And then I wouldn't say I gave up, but I kind of transitioned and decided to take another route. And then again at 19, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to, you know, step back into, you know, acting, do acting classes. I did that. You took my my headshots and radio just started taking off. And I just decided, okay, you know, this is what is taking off. This is what's happening naturally and organically and I'm good at it. So might as well, you know, just follow, you know, what God's telling you to do where God's like pushing me. So it was, it was never an easy path 
definitely a lot of work put into a lot of time. You know, I interned when I was, you know, 17, 18 years old with DJ Charisma, late nights in the studio until like 4am, just wanting to be there, be in that environment, uh-huh. be around individuals that were like-minded and had the same goal. Uh-huh. And from there, I just really networked and kept those, kept those people um, in my network really. And just, stayed in touch and you know when when I needed something or I wanted something or I needed advice I just reached out to those people and it was it was really funny and I tell this to a lot of people those who have helped me along my career were people that I didn't even know which was crazy I didn't know them for long at all maybe like a month or through social 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 media and those are the ones that really wanted to help me yeah yeah I actually posted that the other day I said it's weird to me that Close family and friends don't really help, even though they support, but it's always some random person that I just met who always wants to help you and really help you propel your career. So that's always been awkward to me. So you were interviewing Tay F. Third the other day, and I wanted to bring this up because like when I saw you, um, last time I saw you was at uh, Gio's party. And we're and I was like, yo, she looks mad familiar. Like I felt like I've known you for years. And then I heard you were talking to Tay and you guys knew the same people and Tay was talking about my bro Brandon Pookie. And I was like, yo, it just makes so much sense. And I had flashbacks from Cree's party back in the day when the jerking movement got popping. And I was like, yo, so like were you around back then during the jerking movement? Yeah, I I was definitely around. Um, I was in high school at the time, so I wasn't already into the whole radio space. I didn't get into it towards the tail end, the very end of high school. But yeah, I was around. I was, you know, going out to the IE, going to the functions, Uh you know. I was at a party that Tay was at in Asia Lynn. And I just remember, you know, being at those ghetto ratchet functions (laughs) and just being really locked in with that that movement and the music. I mean, the new boys, you know, like I said, Taya Third, Asia Lynn. I remember when YG was first, first coming up and downloading, um, you know, their music off of LimeWire. That's like how far mm. back that shit goes. Yo, I still listen to like all that old music because we were young, so it's embedded like in us. Like that was like when we first started to like have a little money and go out and like go to like the boogie and all those clubs and the crease parties. And I remember I was actually sitting next to Pookie when the idea for uh for Pusha Inc. started. How it was uh, YG was on the phone, Tay and uh I don't know if you remember PC, uh-huh. but they were all on the phone and it was I think it was PC's idea and he was like, We're gonna get all our resources and we're gonna push one person's music first. And I was like, yo, like that was the most genius thing ever. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to push PC first, but, you know, things happened. And then YG ended up going first. But it's just crazy to look back and see how it's been years and decades and see everybody grow and everybody doing their thing. And, like, even you in radio. Yeah. That's crazy. So we had a question here. Someone wanted me to ask you okay. if... If I want to go into radio, what steps, what first steps would you uh, recommend me to take besides like the, obviously like the schooling or whatever I have to learn? Um, so aside from schooling, I would say get a mentor. And it's kind of crazy that I'm saying this because I went through 
my, my whole life, you know, up until now saying, oh, I never had a mentor. I never had a mentor. But now when I think about it, I did have a mentor, you know, which was DJ Charisma, who I interned for. And yeah. she was my mentor. And even though she wasn't sitting me down or I wasn't calling her every day or every other day, every week and, you know, asking her questions, I was consistently around her and watching, you know, how she was conducting herself, how she was, you know, running her business, you know, how she was doing her podcast. She had, you know, a co-host, Abby De La Rosa, who I was, you know, consistently watching and watching her hustle, her grind. So I would say have pick somebody that you really look up to. And if you can connect with them, connect with them. If you can, you know, be in their presence, be in their space and, you know, work with them, even if you intern for them or, you know, run their social media and just really pay attention and watch what they're doing on how they're reaching their success and the steps that they're taking, because that's what helped me and led me to my success. I watched Charisma, you know, start her own podcast. Eventually I started my own podcast. Then I continued and started another podcast. And then I started on the street team, which she did as well. And then from there, I just heard of other opportunities and, you know, really spoke spoke it into existence and shared my dreams and aspirations with other people. Don't a lot of people say this and they're like, Oh, I don't want to talk about my dreams and my goals and what I want to do because you know, it's, it's, it's going to make it not happen. No, don't, don't think that way. Do not do that at all because what's meant for you and God's plan for you is going to happen regardless. Nobody but yourself can stop you. Even sometimes you can't even stop yourself. I, I tried to get out of the entertainment industry um, when I was about 21, you know, I got in a relationship and that certain individual didn't like me being in the spotlight and I gave it up and stepped away from it. Obviously, that relationship didn't work out. And I stepped back into it, and it naturally, organically, you know, fell into place. But again, you got to do what you need to do to get to where you want to be. So I was going to touch on that later. But since you touched on it, how... Okay, so I ain't gonna lie. It takes a man with a strong, with with a strong, not a strong ego, but just securing himself to be with someone in the industry. My ex was in the industry, and I couldn't stand it. Um, how do you navigate that, and what type of person do you have to be with to to handle that? I would say find someone that's your friend first, and that just goes for relationships across the board. Find someone that you have a friendship with that you can stand as a person before you even think about, you know, getting into a relationship. So, because I say that if you can stand them as a person and stand them as an individual and you like them as a person, then being in a relationship with them will just be that much more easy to do, um, in my opinion. And, you know, dating someone in, in the industry, um, you just got to be like-minded and be understanding, you know, it just depends what type of person that you're dating that's in the industry, whether it's a producer, an actor, um, you know, a rapper, a singer, a radio personality, they all have different schedules. So say you're both in the industry, your schedule might be during the day and, you know, your significant others might be during the night. If they're a rapper, producer, whatever, or if they're an actor, they might have to travel a lot. So you have to be able to understand that, and be able to, you know, work with them and be like, okay, well, you got to work. All right. And, you know, have, have, have your own interests. Don't be, you can't be that person that's always wants to be all up underneath them. Cause then it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. That's facts. And I, yeah. I, I would give space and then that would make her mad. Like you don't even care. You don't even, 
I'm like, yo, I'm just, you know, I'm in my world, you're in your world. I think both should be busy. That helps a lot too. Yeah, um, exactly. So uh, in Seth Godin's book, and what we talk about a lot on the show is a time called the dip. And what the dip is, is that time in your life where shit just went all the way left, where you thought you were going to have to quit, where you were just done. And he talks about in the book that everybody goes through this and to to get through it yourself. And a lot of us are going through a dip right now to get through it yourself. You can pull on the motivation of stories of other people that went through a dip. So has there been a time where you were just done, everything went left? Um, what was your mindset uh, during that time and how'd you move through it? Um, I mean, I would say there was a couple times, I would say early on in my career when I was figuring out what I wanted to do, like I mentioned mm-hmm. in the beginning was, you know, I wanted to act and that mm-hmm. that didn't work out for me. And I felt like, you know, dang, like what, what am I going to do? It's not working out. And again, I was really young, but I've always had that grind and that hustle, that motivation, always wanting to get to the next step. And I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? It's not working out. And even as I, you know, graduated into, you know, radio and I was like, okay, I'm going to take radio seriously. And that was, you know, gradually moving and coming forward. And, you know, when you have your own podcast, you got to build your audience. So it was a time where I was like, oh my God, I don't have that, that many, you know, viewers or listeners, you know, who's, who's tapping in, who's not tapping in. So I would say those are a couple of times where I was discouraged. And then now recently, I mean, I haven't put it out on social media, but, um, and, and not that I'm worried, but, you know, a lot of the radio personalities at different stations have yeah. been furloughed or they're working at home. So I would say, you know, not only speaking for myself, but other personalities as well, they, they might be really nervous. Are they going to get their job back? What's going to yeah. happen? But again, it goes back to just believing in yourself, believing in God and knowing that everything's going to work out. And if you're experiencing something like that, you know, right now, my advice would be, you know, find something that you could do at home, maybe, you know, digitally off social media, build your own website and, you know, really dig deep into what you can offer um, to individuals or, you know, start your own podcast. Everyone's doing podcasts. Now find something deep within you, dig deep and, and maybe learn a couple of one or two things about yourself. Like as for me, Um, you know, not being able to work right now because of Corona, I was like, you know what, I have a platform. I'm great at what I do. Um, You know, I have my own website and I have a lot of connections. My network is really, really big. It's something that I've always wanted to do. And not that I've always wanted to do it. I've done it in the past where I've always wanted to help independent artists. So I was like, you know what, I have a great uh, network and I want to help independent artists. How can I help them? So I started my own company, marketing and promoting, where I find and I'm on the lookout on the search for independent artists. Yeah. And I reached out to them or if they reach out to me because I'm constantly getting music sent to me. And I'm like, hey, you know, you have a sound. You sound dope. You got to Even though you're recording your music, what are you doing with it? Are you marketing? Are you promoting it? Like, how are you pushing your music for other people other than your friends? to hear your music so i'm starting my company and it's it's doing great and that's how i'm making my money right now yeah so all right i hope everybody's paying attention so pay attention to the brain of a hustler right now right so Mm -hmm. she's not working as much boom i'm gonna do interviews on ig live how can i move forward with 
um, my business or a business or something I want to do, um, just pay attention to how her mind is working. Now, it's funny you say that because I had someone when I posted that I was going to have you on. I had someone who's a manager for artists and he was like, yo, um, can you connect me? Da, 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 da. Does she? And it's crazy that you do that automatically. So how can they reach out to you and uh, work with you on possibly bringing some eyes to their to their artists? So I, I believe in everyone being able to have an opportunity. So um, there's nobody that I don't, I, I try to respond to everybody um, as much as I can. I'll, of course, I'll listen to their music first. And of course I gotta, you know, it's gotta be good. I got to like the music. I got to vibe to it. If I, if there's a record that I'm vibing to, vibing to, I will reach back out. If it's something that I'm really not like interested in, the sound isn't quite there just yet. Sometimes I'll reply back and say, Hey, you know, work on X, Y, Z, get back to me. Mm -hmm. um, but if it's just really not there, then, you know, sometimes I just, honestly, I won't reply, yeah. but I got to hear it first. They can reach out to me, you know, whether mm -hmm. I think Instagram's a lot easier for me because I mean, the tool is just so great. They have pictures there. They have their music up. They got links to their, you know, iTunes, Spotify, whatever. And I can just go boom, 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 boom. Rather than an email being sent. I think that's a lot easier for me. So through Instagram's great. Say, hey, you know, it's re recommended through so-and-so. I'll take a listen. I'll let you know how we could work together. And, you know, really break down to the artists and explain to them how social and social media and digital marketing works for artists. Yeah. It's really, really important if you're an independent artist starting out, you need a social media web presence because mm -hmm. say you, you drop a single and, you know, it's buzzing and, you know, you or me or, you know, your best friend or this A&R, this manager and fans, they want to Google you. If they Google your name, your artist name and nothing comes up, what benefit is that to you? Yeah. Right. How are you going to prosper as an artist? Yeah, if you have a large following on Instagram, that's great, mm -hmm. but you also need um, an SEO presence as well. Yeah, so we, and in, in, uh, on the show, we call that positioning, how to position yourself. Um, so how can they do that? How, what are some strategies or some tips you could give them to build their Instagram and um, start to build uh, a following I would say content 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 and yeah. when it comes to content collaborating mm -hmm. with other artists is huge yeah. but and I also like to stress too collaborating is great but at the end of the day you want to build a relationship with these people that you're collaborating with it, it shouldn't just be okay we're going to collaborate one time great we got one video up and it's got 50,000 views or 100,000 views or however many views it gets great no it should be a consistent partnership a consistent co uh, collaborative effort between two people and that should then evolve into a friendship um as you know again you know putting if you're an artist putting your music out on on all those streaming services Spotify, iTunes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You want to have your music up on that. But then again, I give the example um, that I always give to everybody. It's like having an Instagram profile, right? Mm -hmm. And starting your profile and you have, you know, one follower, two followers, maybe five followers, and you put one photo up mm -hmm. and then you never, you're not active on that Instagram. What is that going to do for you? You got to be consistent. And it's just like I tell artists, you got to be consistent with promoting your music. If you work with me and you promote your music just one time, 
yeah. you know, that that's going to work for a short term, but for the long term, you're going to need to be consistent, just like you are with anything that you do. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the issues is a lot of times people don't want to do the work until they're already popping. They don't want to do it for the one person, you know, yeah. like when I started doing Instagram quotes, quotes, people made fun of me, like Instagrams for pictures. Why are you doing quotes? Okay. You're motivational. And then you like you've been in the game seven years. Was it 2020 now? Nine years later, TED Talk, right? Yeah. Two TED Talks. And so that's just that's just how it goes. So you touched on this earlier, but I so you said Charisma was like your mentor. Um, so I want to touch on that a little bit more because I tell everybody they need a coach, they need a mentor, they need an advisor. Um, a lot of times people would ask me when I tell them uh NBA Affy pay me. X amount of thousand dollars a month just to talk to me on the phone. They can't understand why that would help that person or why someone would do that. And it's just simply the 10 years that I took learning this, you, it's time. You, you, you can go zero to a hundred and not have to learn in 10 years. So how can someone work with you? Maybe mentor under you, watch you. I meant, I mentee under you. I watch what questions you ask how you interview people, how you um, how you handle the energy. Like, just, I'm not going to say who, but like one artist, you were asking him questions and he wasn't really bringing no energy, but you were quick to be able to just follow up and ask questions. Mm-hmm. So watching someone and having a mentor helps so much. Uh, do you take interns and do you mentor anybody? Yeah, I do actually. And what I look for when working with somebody mm-hmm. and, you know, taking somebody on is how they work, you know, when yeah. I'm not working with them, how do they conduct themselves? Are they putting themselves out there? And, you know, I'll, my, my current assistant and intern right now, Angel, you know, yeah. he has, you know, he loves radio. He loves the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. He has been that go-getter for years. And, you know, I've seen him, I saw him on Instagram. And this was like maybe two years ago now. I would see him on Instagram. He would follow me. He would leave comments. You know, he would, you know, do little certain things here and there. And then he also followed everybody else in the radio industry. And when, you know, my page got verified and, you know, my followers started growing, he reached out to me. He's like, mm-hmm. hey, Felicia, I don't know if you take interns, but, you know, can I be your intern? And I was like, you know what? absolutely because i was able to see him and his presence and what he was capable of doing as an individual without you know working in that field already he was just hungry and he wanted it so so bad and i already saw that through him and that was just through social media mm-hmm. so that that's what i look for in somebody and you know somebody that is you know proactive Um, that they're constantly listening and constantly learning and uh, observing and absorbing, you know, all the information that I'm given that they're, they're that one step ahead, you know, like for example, Angel, I never asked him to make me any graphics or any digital stuff or, you know, before I was going on air, he took that step and did it on his own. You know, as far as, you know, coaching him, he'll ask me various different questions like, you know, how did you start your podcast? How did you reach out to this artist? How did you um, get on the street team? And those are those little questions that they seem like really small questions, but they're they're 
very, very helpful. And then, you know, eventually you start building a relationship with, with um, each other. And, you know, I, he reached out to me, Hey, I saw this, you know, job opening at power, you know, do you mind, you know, helping me out? And I'm like, absolutely. Because I already know how he works and his hustle. And I know that if I recommend him and I put him through that door, he's not going to make me look crazy. Yeah. I always give the analogy of, if someone's outside and their car breaks down and they're just standing next to their car, you look at them like, damn, their car broke down. But when you see someone pushing their car, you want to get out and help them. You're like, yo, they pushing that joint. Let me get out and help them push it. So you got to be working if you want me to work for you and help you out. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Um, so we're going to do, uh, coming towards the end, we're going to do like three quick questions. But before that, I wanted to ask about the mindset of reaching out and because a lot of people don't want to reach out. They don't want to communicate because maybe they're afraid of rejection. Uh, my mentor actually has a policy where he rejects you three times before he will work with you. Like he literally be like, he'll rudely be like, no, fuck no, uh, no. And then when you reach out to him the third time, you'd be like, sure, because he wants to know you're serious. So mm-hmm. what's that mindset have you always had it and how do you get over that fear? It's, it's hard for me to even think about it, but that fear of rejection or whatever. Um, I think we all deal with, you know, the fear of rejection, but I don't think that you should allow that to stop you. You know, I've been in the game seven years and I'm still, you know, climbing to the top. I still have, you know, a far, far way to go. Um, Being rejected is a good thing. I think people should be rejected. And I don't think that you, and then that will kind of weed out those ones that are, you know, built for this and the ones that are not built for this. Because in this industry, there's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of no's. There's a lot of um, people out there that are willing to work 10 times harder than you. I remember, you know, I met Big Boy over at um, George Lopez's house Mm -hmm. and I was a fan. Like, I'll tell you, I (laughs) I had never met him before and we had a exchanged information we followed each other on social media and he invited me up to the radio station and he introduced me to doc and doc was the um the pd at the time and right at that time i was still at iheart so i wasn't breaking no rules or nothing i was still at kggi yeah um and he introduced me and he was like yo you know big was like you really need to you know check this girl out yeah she's really really dope and i was like oh great you know cool i was sending my air check to doc weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months and months and months and months and he just would never reply but i didn't care i kept sending it yeah i kept sending it he didn't reply and you know months later he had but i already i was already at you know power i was already you know lined up with a job and i'm like no my loyalties to this station but it was so um flattering the mm-hmm. fact that you know after all that he ended up reaching back out after yeah. i not that i gave up but i just kind of stopped yeah. you know what i mean it was just really really dope and even before meeting him and before being over at iheart and kggi you know i sent an email to the pd kid j for weeks and months with no reply yeah. and just saying hey just want to follow up hey do you get a chance to check it out hey you know da and even before that, before getting on the street team at Power 106, I reached out to Brian D 
through Instagram because they took down the um, the job posting. Uh-huh. So that that that's like, and that's also another form of like rejection and not being hurt. Yeah. So who do you who do you who do you fan out over? Cause I know you've met everyone and seen everyone. Who have you who who have you or would you fan out over? Who would I fan? You know, I always I always struggle with with that with being uh, fanning over somebody. I would say like probably a really big artist like you know like J Lo or Mariah Carey or Beyonce like those really big artists because I I feel like some celebrities the word celebrity has lost its sort of meaning and you know what it kind of holds but those people are still like huge celebrities in radio I would say like Angie Martinez like oh my god I I I look up to her so much or like you know Charlemagne he's super dope you know Mm -hmm. been been in this game for a really really long time those are people that I look up to Mm -hmm. you know their craft and putting the time in and putting the work and because they've been in the been in the game for years yeah Somebody, we got a question real quick. Someone said, how much does intuition play in your success? Ooh, a lot, a lot. And I'll I'll give you an example. I remember I got a call and an email, an email from E-Man before going back to Power 106 to be on air. I got an email and he was like, hey, I just want to, you know, check in with you and, you know, see, you know, what you sound like and what's what's going on. And mm-hmm. I missed the email, right? So eventually, of course, we got on the phone and I auditioned and, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't hear back whether I got the job or not, but I had that, that intuition that, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. And this is what's for me. Yeah. So you yep. just gotta you gotta trust that little voice in you and believe in yourself. It's like, and you just know, like it's just certain. Like you don't even believe in it. It's like you know for sure, but you can't even explain it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how how much people, you know, what they believe in. Of course, I believe in God, and mm-hmm. you know, but I also believe um, in numerology, and some people need that that guidance so if you believe in that i would say hey you know go see a numerologist an astrologist or if you believe in psychics if you need that that guidance in another shape or form you know go do that too you know for for years since i was 10 years old i've been going to a numerologist and he's been like my spiritual father and has provided so much guidance for me so whatever you believe in you know whatever you think you think is going to help you um with you know staying on track and you know keeping your mindset whether that's that's yourself or believing in god or seeing a numerologist a psychic or having a mentor do that all right let's get into these quick hot hot questions and get you out of here i saw you had an interview coming up in about an hour um so if we were having this conversation in a year from now what is going to happen in your life and business where i'm gonna be like damn you grew so much Man, I would say, because right, currently right now I'm on weekends at Power 106, I would definitely say full-time. I'll be mm-hmm. full-time on the air, yeah. and I'll I'll probably, the playlist will be even bigger than what you see it now. Mm-hmm. Um, probably have our own studio that we film out of, because currently mm-hmm. we film out of various different studios. Have our own studio. I'll probably be owning my, my second property, mm-hmm. maybe. My marketing and promotion business will have taken off probably would have you know broken an artist mm-hmm. I, a lot 
Yo, so I want y'all to notice she knows where she's going. She knows where she's going. I ask a lot of people that question her, like, I don't know. And when randomness is in your life, then mediocrity reigns. So what is a quote that you live by or words you live by that's so strongly deep in you? They're just what you live by. Nobody or nothing can stop you, not even yourself. And I said that a little earlier and I I believe that. And the reason being is because I've I've lived through it, you know, getting married at a very young age and already Mm -hmm. knowing at a, at a young age prior to getting married, what I wanted to do and chasing Mm -hmm. after that and then letting it go and, you know, moving back to LA and not having any money and it just happening. Yeah. You know, but of course, again, you know, I was doing what I need to do to get there, but nobody or nothing, not even myself, stopped Stop me. Stop it. Yeah. So are you still married? No, 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 no. I, that, I got married in 2014 and then got divorced 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I got you. I got you. Uh-huh. Cause it's funny. Cause I was, I was like, even when we were talking on the interview, one of my friends, he's a NBA skills trainer, like owns his own gym. Like he's, I matter of fact, I interviewed him already. I'll send you the interview, but I was like, yo, y'all would be dope together. But anyway. Yeah. What is success to you? Like success? what is a successful oh, life in your opinion? Say it one more time. What is success to you? And what is success in your opinion? Success to me is reaching each goal little by little. Of course, you have your ultimate goal of where you want to be. But success to me is reaching that little by little and elevating each year. Mm -hmm. You know, there might be a year that you you haven't elevated. Mm -hmm. But as long as you've done something to to bring yourself up a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, in in some form or way, that's success to me. achieving what you are have set out to do and want to do. And if someone else isn't helping you get there, say you want to be, you know, on power 106, but that's not happening for you right now. Create a way Mm -hmm. to make them want you create your own podcast, create your own, um, you know, uh, avenue of how you can get out and DJ your MC yeah, that would be another form of success, because if you're not where you want to be at on the radio, you created an avenue and a path for yourself to to do something in that same lane. Mm-hmm. Dope, dope. We got somebody who says I have an idea for an app for DJing. OK, uh, you see her Instagram on there. DM her or email her. Go to her Instagram. Uh, last question. Is there any thinking from the mind frame of someone uh, who is just starting out, is there anything that I should have asked you that would help them? From the mindset of someone just starting out, hmm, be sure that this is what you want to do. <laughs> be positive and sure that this is what you want to do, whether it's radio or anything that you want to do, be sure of it because if you're going to step into whether it's entertainment or any type of business, it doesn't even have to be entertainment. Yeah. You got to be consistent. So if you're sure of what you want to do and you have that much love for it, working towards that goal, isn't going to feel 
like work or hard work or it's not going to discourage you as much if 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 it was you know something that you weren't really sure about yeah so stop rapping for the girls and the money and rap because you love to rap exactly exactly and i and so funny you brought that up because i did date someone that was a, a rapper a part of a boy group boy band whatever it's called lax boys and they're really really big jazzy faye was their main producer mm-hmm. and you know they all separated and, and went solo and he mm-hmm. was like yeah you know after we broke up we, we still became friends and he was like yeah i'm an electrician now and you know i'm still rapping because i love it but now when i go to the club and i meet girls and i tell them that i'm an electrician i don't tell them i'm a rapper no more i get more girls <laughs> <laughs> they, they like he got a solid job and he exactly. good with his hands exactly <laughs> Yo, Kalisha, thank you so much for coming on the show, giving us your time. I hope you guys enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. Till next time. Thank you, Kalisha. Peace. No, thank you for having me. This was really fun. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, right, you guys. Bye.